everybody, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Sarah, and together we are two of the co-founders of Whale Tales, a living library of cetacean stories. Today we are welcoming a special co-host to help give us an update on the summer in the Salish Sea. So sit back and enjoy as we dive right in. Hi Ashley! Hey guys, how's it going? Good, thanks so much for jumping in and uh, filling in and catching us up. Thanks for having me back. So if you've listened to some of our past episodes, you might have heard Ashley on before. Ashley is a whale watch naturalist here in the Vancouver area who's been on the podcast a few times, and she's going to give us a bit of an update um, and maybe share some cool stories. Uh, Since Nicole is away on uh, parental leave at the moment, we thought that we would have Ashley on and have an update on the 2021 whale watching season. Uh, This year was super cool. Um, We had some tea parties, so we've got lots of bigs hanging out together. We had um, lots of humpback moms with babies, which was really, really cool. That's exciting. Um, Yeah, it was was particularly a magical season for humpback mom and babies, for sure. Um, That population is just clearly still on the up and up which is fantastic yes definitely nice and yeah. also sounds like the the bigs were uh also on that same trajectory this year anyways yeah yeah i mean i think they've had some years where we've seen more babies with them but mm-hmm. but um definitely it was still a big year for them um but yeah the humpbacks this year i think we had locally um i think there was 18 moms with babies wow i think last yeah i think last year it was 11 and i think the year before that might have been seven that's just locally so that's not like yeah and that's like also how many you saw come through not yeah yeah yeah. and that wasn't like just me personally that was you know like throughout the salish sea and the 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 whale sightings for sure but we did get to see quite a number of them up uh, up by me, which was really cool. <laughs> so fun. So mm-hmm. fun. Um, was it a bit more back to normal in terms of tourism and whale traffic, or was it still quieter compared to previous years, not counting last year? Um, I would say it was still a little bit quiet, but it was a bit more back to normal. Not at the beginning, but um, gosh, when was it? Probably... Maybe around the end of July, August, we were able to kind of open up a bit more. Um, we we didn't have to have as many, um, like we were restricted to, to passenger count on the vessel for, for the beginning, and then um, that got lifted. Um, but uh, we decided as a company to keep masks mandatory, regardless of us being on outside boats and all that, because you just couldn't give space. So no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that totally makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, for people who aren't here, yeah, like July, August was kind of when things here started sort of opening up in terms of like reducing, um, yeah, reducing capacity limits and things like that yeah. in yeah. all yeah. industries. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it was definitely better. And uh, it was quite amazing because we, we had a lot more local traffic, which was mm. fantastic. Um, because it's funny how many people still don't realize mm. that you can yeah. do whale watching out of Vancouver. <laughs> and we've been around since 2006, personally, I believe. So yeah, a long that's, time. 
Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, but there's it's definitely been... tourist in your backyard kind of totally. times. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. But, you know, like people who have, you know, family visiting or friends visiting, they tend to still, I think, take them over to Victoria to do any kind of whale watching. Yeah. But uh, we're here. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I, my, my brother-in-law and um, nieces were in town for most of the summer and he's like, oh, we should go whale watching. And I'm like, they are three and five. They cannot go whale watching yet. <laughs> <laughs> and like... Five years. <laughs> Let's talk. Yeah, yeah. A, well, I mean, you know, it depends on the boat, but for it sure. It does depend yeah. on the boat, but yeah, I mean, no, they're, they're they're little they're, and they don't have that yeah. attention span. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah, it's cool for the first two minutes, and then they're you know what's what's that? <laughs> How about you tried taking them on the False Creek ferry? And <laughs> yeah, I, we're still at the sea bus. The sea bus is exciting <laughs> enough. <laughs> all good rides. All good rides. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, was the border open for you guys? Um, it, uh, the border, I don't think it ever really closed for us, mm, okay. but we, we fully res- respected that our, our U.S. counterparts weren't allowed to come right. across. So we didn't go down and we didn't have to, that was, you know, I yeah, think, it, nice. I think, yeah. And I think it just is a reminder that we have, we have plenty of whales up here. We don't actually have to cross the border to go see something. And, and so I, th- I think, you know, sometimes it, it's always, you know, tempting because if, if orca are down there and that's what your passengers are all begging to see, you know, but it's not orca watching, it's whale watching. And that's the same for all of us. And, and we hope that everybody realizes how much of a privilege it is to see any whales out there. But, uh, some people definitely want something specific. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Other than orcas and humpbacks, did you see anything cool? Yes. Um, well, I mean, I guess... I mean, everything's cool, cool but... Yeah, totally. Yeah. They're they're cool in some people's eyes and not as cool in other people's eyes. Um, I've, I've been doing this for 10 years, and... Um, it was my first year with my company actually getting to see gray whales on our trip. I know the first season I started, um, I wasn't on the boat as much. So I know that they were seeing gray whales that year, but I was never on the boat when, when we got to see them. So, um, and I know we've had gray whales in English Bay, but never on one of my trips was I. (laughs) So strange. Yeah. Yeah. So I've seen, you know, grays from the seawall, but not from my boat until this year. (laughs) That's so funny. Grays are like the number one thing that I've seen from boats. Yeah. That's what I would have, I would have expected it to be totally normal. They're everywhere and they're so boring. We, we were very excited about them this year, Lindsay. I'm sorry. I had, I'm very biased. I had a lot of really boring hours of my life staring at gray whales. So when you don't see anything all the time, they're excited. Anything can be exciting. That's definitely true. Totally. Totally. And it was really cool because I got to reach out to Cascadia and, um, and got to figure out who two of them were. I haven't sent all my photos to them yet, so hopefully we'll get some ideas on the others, but um, yeah, I can't give you names because they were just numbers. <laughs> no, no. Gray whales, that, that mean, they mean nothing. Uh, so where, where were they? Um, off of Sandheads and off of Point Grey. Oh, yeah. So kind of like similar on on the way in, although we didn't get any 
in here this year. But we also got a lot of bigs up Burrard Inlet, so maybe Yeah. Um and there was a there was a rumor of a gray going through Dodd, which was really I was like, ooh, what a weird spot for one of those guys. I mean, I feel like it's weird whenever I hear of any other whale going through there except for Biggs, so yeah. maybe I'm just biased. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like gray whales kind of just go wherever they feel like it. It's They're true, not too, it's true. Yeah, if it's shallow, they go. Sounds like there were some off the Sunshine Coast a fair bit this year, too, so. Yeah, I heard about, I heard that, yeah, my parents were up um, on a water taxi on the Sunshine Coast and their water taxi driver was saying that, yeah, they'd seen all kinds of stuff. Anything Anything else other than grays? Uh, those were just, those were the only whales that we saw. Uh, lots of porpoises, obviously. Uh, yeah, you oh. can talk about porpoises. Oh. We like, we like porpoises and dolphins. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we get, we get to spot harbor porpoises pretty frequently. Yeah. Um, which is always really cool. Everybody gets super excited thinking it's something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course we just keep going because otherwise they're like, Oh, I'm, I'm scared. You spotted me and I gonna disappear um so people are like they're over there and i'm like yeah it's the porpoise <laughs> um but it's super cool i love them um but uh and i haven't seen um dolls porpoises in quite a number of years up here they're definitely around i just have never i haven't had the chance to spot them the last uh, few years but um this year we were in northumberland channel but uh, the T-46Bs were traveling in, the, in there and uh, all of a sudden, like they were kind of super elusive and being weird. And I was like, okay, this is typical bigs. <laughs> and uh, then all of a sudden they popped up way ahead closer to the uh, uh, departure, nope, Duke Point, Duke Point Ferry Terminal. And uh, all of a sudden we just saw these flying orca. <laughs> They were chasing dolls. Nice. That's cool. So That's I, amazing. I finally got to see a doll's porpoise hunt. It wasn't like the most epic doll's porpoise hunt where you see the porpoise flying or anything like that. But <laughs> it was it was still pretty awesome. And it was my first time getting to see them um, chase those guys being, you know, that they're so fast. It's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, that's so fun. Mm-hmm. So for those who don't know, we had a pretty intense heat wave or heat dome, as they like to call it, where it got unseasonably ridiculously hot here for about a week. Um, how how was that for you on the boat? <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely hot. Uh, we we still went out, though, because one of the, the nice things was, you know, you're out on a boat, you're on the water going fast. It was probably the only place I was cool. <laughs> Mm. Um, until of course we stopped with whales and then it's like, you know, a hot ocean breeze. (laughs) It's a hot ocean breeze. Um, and yeah, and the Zodiacs, you know, you're stuck in those suits. Mm. So, Mm. oh um, yeah. And masks. Yeah. So it was extra. It was extra. But as soon as you got going again, it was great. And I guess the whales don't care. It was worth it. (laughs) Yeah. I just have memories of being on a boat when it was... 115 Fahrenheit, so almost as bad. Yeah. And coming back on the boat, but it, the air was hot, and I was like, this is what it's like in a microwave, maybe? <laughs> so some, it's not always better on a boat. Sometimes it's just not good anywhere. That's fair, that's fair. No, but here it was. It was still better on the boat. Yeah, yeah and I guess the ocean, because it wasn't hot for that long, so the ocean water is still cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that was kind of like the big weather event of the year. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, no. we had we had a ton of stormy days where we ended up mm-hmm. having to cancel too. So I think this year's weather, um, I don't know if it's the weather itself. Yeah, probably the weather itself, but also the weathermen. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I don't think I've ever seen the marine forecast. I mean, it's always, you know, little uh, hit or miss. But I think it was so much more hit or not hit, so much more miss this year <laughs> um, than I've ever seen it personally. Yeah, like less predictable, maybe. Yeah, well, like just some of the reports that basically said, you know, we should be able to go out no problem. And mm-hmm. we were, I mean, there was a couple times where we had to cancel like at the almost not quite at the dock, but like. In the mm. office after people had checked in because the weather never came down. And then when you looked at the next forecast, it was like, it was completely different from what it was just mm-hmm. the the previous oh. forecast that was out. Yeah. That's no good. No, it was yeah. rough. I mean, it's better than being out in unsafe conditions. Oh, so. 100%. <laughs> but it's always so funny because like the, the, the wind conditions here in Vancouver are not the same no. as what's out in the Strait yeah. of Georgia. No. But, but there's a lot of people you just can't convince of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's beautiful here. Why are you canceling? Well, see that large piece of land. It protects us from... <laughs> I mean, fair enough. If you can't, you know, you yeah, don't you understand the. But it's that's always um, one of the funny, funny things that we get to deal with. A challenging mm-hmm. customer service situation. Yeah, yeah. Most people are most people are really good. Yeah, it's like you don't want to be on that boat anyway. No, you're gonna no. feel gross, and you're not gonna be able to see anything. Yeah, so. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with the seasickness for you. Exactly. <laughs> I'll be fine, but you won't. <laughs> oh man. So crazy, so crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, we'll come to maybe your favorite uh, whale tale of the um, of the season later in the show. But any other standout things? And I can cut this if that if you don't have anything else standout Um, that you want to share. Just trying to think here. I mean, there were so many really cool um, encounters. I I'd say one of the cool things was that we had at least three two-year-olds hanging out oh. up here this year. So nice. we had hammer, we had graphite <laughs> and we had scuba. Um, and scuba and graphite one day were, were totally buddied up and um, we're checking out the boats a little too close, but mm-hmm. um, you know, typical two-year-olds. So humpbacks? Yeah. Humpbacks. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you don't know them by name. <laughs> I mean, I'm working on it. Not, but... not the two-year-olds. Oh, no. God. Later into September and stuff, did you see some rosies? Um, yeah, we, I mean, we, uh, very, very quick glimpses because, yeah, because um, yeah, yeah, we're not allowed. Um, but yeah, uh, one day we had, we had them, uh, gosh, just below Sandheads. And um, we were quite a ways off. We could see lots of surface activities. So we were pretty certain that they were resis, but the bigs have sort of been acting like that when they get in a big group nowadays too. Mm, so mm-hmm. um, you can't necessarily say for sure. Um, but yeah, I got some 
got some open saddle patches and had a quick quick hi bye yeah Yeah. Um, that's good it's yeah it's really cool to see them i just you know you 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 sort of um they they've i think i might have said this before in another one of our one of your podcasts but um they they've they've slowly become familiar strangers and so Mm, there's a few that you're like you 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 know and you you're never gonna forget them but there's ones that you don't see as often or didn't see very often when we were allowed to watch them and uh so they they look familiar but you're not immediately like well at least i'm not immediately like oh i know who that is yeah but their their (laughs) quick id has been replaced by other quick ids yeah yeah yeah. they've completely flipped like on how you recognize them and stuff totally totally it used to take me longer with bigs and now yeah for sure (laughs) like we've definitely had this conversation before because transient is such a inappropriate name Mm -hmm. especially now Mm -hmm. but so like who are some of the families i know um stanley and his guys i totally just forgot our number even though they're like my favorite babes. 123s 123s they're <laughs> always around here yeah but they're they're always around said. here in in the at the beginning of the season and at the end of the season they don't they don't tend to or at least currently they're still not really in the area in the middle um although i think they were seen uh down south a bit this year so, yeah, I saw something about them recently, summer vacation. But I can't remember <laughs> where. Yeah, yeah, well, and the one thirty seven seem to be hanging out down there more than they've come mm-hmm. up this way, which is really sad. But I did get to see them this year a couple times. So we had um we had a day. Uh, gosh, I can't remember what month it was in right now might have been might have been in August uh where we had them with the T65As um I think the T37s mm. there's a bunch and uh it was really cool cuz it's not very often I get to share new information with with Gary <laughs> mm. <laughs> Um, but there's like three of them that have new nicks in their dorsal fin. Mm, and yeah. so I, I quickly sent some like, uh, back of the camera shots to him and be like, is this new? He's like, yes. And I was like, yes. <laughs> Gary's gone up North. He was gallivanting with his toes I know, this summer. I so. know, I know. He's, he's not been down on the water over here as often. <laughs> He misses it though. I'm I'm fairly certain. I bet. <laughs> Although yeah. he loves what he's doing too. I'm sure. Oh, of course, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. but it's just so different. Yeah, hundred so. yeah. um, percent. And again, new whales. Yeah. Well, and so what's cool about th- those guys getting together? Not only um, did I see the new Nicks in a couple of them, but uh, both Jack and Ukstra, T sixty five A two. Yeah. I don't know why I think I have to think about that one every time. Because <laughs> um, I just expect him to be t- T65A1 for some reason. <laughs> um, but they were both doing like some pretty high, high tail lobs. So um, I got some photos of Jack doing it and you can see kind of where his injury um, was, but how well healed over it is. So I'll be excited to share that with the researchers too. That's sweet. Well, thanks for all the awesome updates. Mm-hmm. I know we're getting again. It's just it's totally flipped, at least in my head. Of, mm-hmm. um, who's around all the time and who 
well, you're expected to hear about and stuff. Yeah, so and it's I think so weird. I think slowly they seem to change their pattern a little bit too. So um, we'll see how consistent they stay. But they, I feel like they're throwing us on our head a lot this year with yeah. like the the different family breakups and mm-hmm. get back togethers and then re break up again. Like the forty yeah. nine A's. I don't know what's going on with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like yeah, they're they're in a space that they have space and they have food and they're just procreating like healthy animals are supposed yeah, to do. Yeah. So I guess things are just just changing. changing. Yeah. It's yeah. just really funny. And maybe getting more used to being around human stuff too like maybe i don't know it's just super weird because like with the like t49a1 and t49a2 have started hanging out so they left mom and that's just the two two boys two bros hanging out (laughs) how are they gonna find a lady if their mom isn't there to help (laughs) that's just it well and and the t77 c and d so alcyon and uh neftali um those guys also left their family and then were hanging out with t49a2 jude and uh and noah for a little bit t49a1 um but uh i don't i don't even know if we know if those guys are uh boys or girls so no idea what's going on (laughs) but yeah i mean the 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 breaking up of families as they get bigger like makes sense in terms of like yeah. finding food and being more sneaky, but yeah, mm-hmm. still. But it used to be strange. the ladies, the the female cats yeah. with their babies that were like, "Yep, it's my turn to be in charge," or at least that's what we assume. Yeah, but but now I don't know. It's it's and um, even some of the really young ones. We had some young ones go AWOL. I wonder if it's like a temporary thing of like, yeah, I don't know. You know, you go off, you know, get big, <laughs> and then come back and be like, okay, I'm ready for a family whatever maybe yeah Yeah. well that's what those sperm whales were doing Mm -hmm. remember we had that um fun fact about sperm whale juvenile males going off and hanging out together until they get big of course with sperm whales it's like 15 years or something because they have to grow (laughs) so much yeah but yeah they just go off and have these like sort of bachelor groups that sort of are very transient and then which is very much like elephants so that sort of yeah you know makes Mm -hmm. sense yeah a lot of the Uh sperm whale stuff when we talked about sperm whales reminded me of elephant behavior which is cool yeah yeah Mm. oh and then yeah more recently i know it's not really where you look for whales but yeah they had the cheese in uh coal harbor like in the um right in the the float plane docks and then also at horseshoe bay yeah, I and I wonder. I wonder if that was the same whales. This because it was the same day. Um, Do you know who they are? I haven't seen any IDs. Um, I think there was. A, I don't know if it's been confirmed or not. I I haven't had a good look at the videos, and I think they're a little bit hard to to ID from. But I think the Horseshoe Bay ones. They were thinking they were T forty nine A one and A two. Yeah. So the, yeah, the Horseshoe Bay places. ones were more the photos were more side on but they weren't super good from the side the, yeah the coal harbor float plane ones were kind of more from above so i could see mm. yeah it would be yeah, pretty hard. Was, hard to tell did yeah. you see how many fo- uh how many animals were in the coal harbor one no i uh, all I the pictures i saw now. only had one at a time but they were really grainy yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah they're that's, all that's, that's the downside to 
the the shore based. <laughs> yeah, the shore based, the, and also the, like the off the high rises. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah they're definitely like from buildings. Yeah, looking down, yeah. See, like look down that's, yeah. I mean, planes. how lucky is that though? Hey, well, but it's one of those things. If like if somebody texted me, it was like, "Hey, I saw killer whales at Horseshoe Bay," I'd be like, mm, "Yeah, right." Uh huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> there no, was totally. even those humpbacks in there like a few mm, days before. Yeah. So. Yeah. Which is crazy because we went by there looking for those particular humpbacks, but we didn't go into Horseshoe Yeah, because they were, well, of course not. <laughs> they were bay. in. Yeah, yeah. So we missed them because they were, they were full tucked in. That was really. Oh, so silly. Well, that goes yeah. back to the gray whale because that was a story that Nicole and I told ourselves for like five years that because there was a gray whale sighting. Science world. In like 2010 or something all the way up false creek and we're like we're gonna see one after we move down here and then it was <laughs> i think it was before like, 2010 yeah yeah and then we saw one because it was like 2015 nicole had moved so too bad for her <laughs> <laughs> she missed out she missed oh, out and there yeah. it was majestic in the sunset well, didn't a humpback go through there too at one point one year i think so probably yeah, yeah. and there's been a humpback a humpback was a brard oh yeah Two years yeah, ago? yeah, yeah. I heard. I, I think even. That. I think even last year. I don't know. I don't. Last year has no. I, I know. Time, so. It's sort of. I... <laughs> well, awesome. That uh, was great. I am sad that I didn't get out on the water, other than the ferry. I know, but I know. someday, someday, yeah, someday, we'll have to get you out next year, maybe. <sighs> okay, so heading on to something a little different now. It's time for. Well, the fun for perfect. <laughs> I'm, I'm not Sorry, singing guys. it. Yeah, no, we're, <laughs> we're not singing, no singing it. this this episode. Doesn't mean we're less excited about our fun flipper fact. No, if you want to sing, please sing it to yourself. And we all know that when Nicole is listening to this at home with her she giant new baby, will be. she will be singing it. And then we'll probably get a text message saying, why didn't you sing this? <laughs> well, because nobody can do it. Nobody can do it like she can anyway. This episode's fun flipper fact was voted on by our Patreons. And so our patrons this month picked minky whales. Yay. I love minkies. I feel like we haven't talked about minkies much on the podcast. So no, not really at all. Yeah, we makes have... sense that our fact is just like a basic intro to minkies. Yeah. So they're the second smallest of the baleens um, and smaller than some toothed whales. They're about seven to eight meters average, although they can get bigger, of course, because that's how whales work. Um, there's a lot of taxonomy um, stuff around them. That's our <laughs> favorite topic here on the podcast. So technically, there are two species, the common or northern, and then the Antarctic and southern. And then the subspecies of the common minke. Uh, there are three of subspecies of the common minke, the North Atlantic, the North Pacific, and the dwarf minke whale. North Atlantic and North Pacific, I kind of get. Dwarf Mickey Wheel sounds like it should be its own species. Mm. But again, we'll just put it on the list of things to say when we go to the species, whale species people, and <laughs> tell them our grievances. Maybe maybe it'll be like the planet, well, excuse me, dwarf Pluto, and it keeps going back yeah, and forth and new and things forth. are coming. Yeah. And yeah, yes. maybe that'll be the Mickey version, dwarf <laughs> Mickey version. Oh, man. Um, it's can be a little bit hard to tell minkies apart from other whales just based on their size because it's hard to judge um, exact size on the water. But minky whales have these white mittens or patterns on their pictorial flippers, which is great. Um, 
And there's also, you know, the age-old, like, not mm-hmm. whale-watching game, but, like, out on a boat of, like, is that a minky or is it a log? Because they are slow-moving, pretty solitary, they have pretty low-key behavior. Um, usually it's a log, by the way. Almost yeah. always. <laughs> you almost always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, like, a fairy game, for sure. Yeah, and they are also sometimes called stinky minkies because they have a powerful blow and smell carries over the water. Ashley, can you report on that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I, to be fair to minkies, I haven't experienced the, the minky stinky business. Mm. Uh, humpback stinky business I have, but I've yes. heard that minkies are worse. So Interesting. Mm. Yeah, I, I've had humpbacks and grays and it's like none of it is good no <laughs> so if if mickeys are worse than those ones i don't want to or maybe it's like that they're proportionally worse like they're smaller but their blows bigger mm. so therefore <laughs> maybe. maybe i don't know their dorsal fin is quite far on their back too mm-hmm. which is yeah kind of helps with that that log yeah yeah, like you don't impression. really see dorsal fin until they're yeah. on their way down. Yeah, yeah. you all, it, yeah. it's like, oh, there it is, and it's gone, you yeah. know, because it's so far back. Yeah. 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 Very cool. Very cool. Well, maybe mm-hmm. one day, if we have anybody interested in minkies, we'll do a minkie well specific oh, I, episode. I know a yeah. few people. I'll send them your way. Okay, great. <laughs> yeah, we have um, some stories of minkie well yeah. over on their website, including some breaching ones, um, because those are always the standout stories because otherwise it's like and there was a minky similar to our gray whale stories like we saw a gray whale today well it it's not my story but there apparently recently the just like this past week uh the t2c's chased a minky in harrow strait mm. for like 10 kilometers or something like that Oof, that's a lot yeah yeah the mink, the minky one, by the way, it got up, it got away. <laughs> Good job, minky, minky. I, is that a, I mean, it's definitely a win, but uh, I think yeah. that that minky when the whales gave up was apparently still like porpoising. Oh, I <laughs> bet. For it. Like I'm out, yeah, I'm, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Yeah, that's um, another one of our stories is a minky hunt them um, when the bigs got the minky in Ganges Harbor. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. those that um, I was thinking from, of long time ago yeah we got that story on our website and that's I think we've heard that story in person from a couple people yeah yeah a was that people, the yeah. t11s and t12s i think so it was yeah. it was yeah, a yeah. long time yeah. ago yeah i think i remember um, that one on the subject of stories ashley do you have a whale tale or standout encounter from the, this season that you'd like to share i i do um i do want to preface this by saying that the story I'm going to tell is not something that happens regularly. It's not something that we seek out. It's not something that we try to put ourselves into this kind of situation. Um, but sometimes with humpbacks, they come and check us out. Mm. And this year we did have Slate and her baby. Um, and her baby is crazy. Like just full lunatic. So we've nicknamed him Malachite. So Slate's baby this year is a boy. Um, He's got this really cool patterned tail that, uh, you know, will change over the next little while, but hopefully he'll retain some of that because it's a really neat tail. Uh, Fluke, excuse me. (laughs) Um, But uh, he just couldn't seem to, like, we basically 
stop trying. Like if we saw or heard that those guys were around, we started to sort of avoid them because he's so insane. Um, and he's a real good case in point of other people out on the water, not knowing how to behave. Um, other vessels on the boat, on the water, not knowing how to behave when a humpback comes that close to, um, so my first encounter with him this year was a mugging encounter. So we just didn't have any, any warning. He kind of, we were with him and his mom and they were traveling normally. Um, and all of a sudden he turned, turned right around and came right up to us. And at first mom sort of came with him and then she sort of was like, oh, you can babysit. He's all yours. I'm going to go over here. Um, and I think like normally we only spend an hour max with, uh, with any of the whales that we hang out with. And I think we were there for probably an hour 20 plus maybe because he wouldn't leave us alone. Couldn't leave. Shut shut down, stayed shut down because he just kept circling us. Um, at one point, I even got to see, or more than one point, um, he sort of turned and was looking at us so he could see his eye mm, <laughs> through the water. Amazing. Yeah, it was super That's cool. So crazy. Um, so yeah, he's insane. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, um, of course, it wasn't when, or at least I don't, I don't know when his injury happened, but he's got propeller scars already he's a he's a baby um still still learning his work he still hasn't learned uh so it definitely it's just a a reminder so the reason i chose this story yes it's cool a cool interaction but it's also a way to remind everybody that if you are out on the water it's really important to be super careful go super slow when you are around whales obviously Give them the the distances that you have to. And if you do happen to know the whales out there and you've got somebody who tends to to be more of a mugger, give them extra space. Um, and if that doesn't work, then just shut down and wait for them to move off because you there's no stick big enough to be like, hey, humpback, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, yeah. But turn your engine off and be boring. Yeah. Just, just yeah. wait for it. You know, we all joke that, you know, two spot has a, a criminal record because of the, the YouTube video from the lady down in Puget sound who called nine one one on, <laughs> on two spot for, for mugging her. Um, but you know, it's so important to remember that they're not trying to attack you. They're just yeah. checking you out. They're curious. They're friendly. They're, you know, yeah, they're exploring. Mm-hmm. And we're in their world. So it's important that we remember that and just let them do yeah. their thing. We can wait. Yeah, He's a lunatic. I yeah. mean, I don't, maybe mm-hmm. Malachite isn't the right name for him. <laughs> I like it. I think it's nice. cute. Because his behavior might change. Hopefully will change. Yeah, yeah hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. And we won't have to call him El Loco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so his nickname is Malachite, which is a type of stone since mom is slate and uh, her 2019 calf is graphite. So we're nice. a stone nice. family. All the rocks. All the rocks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Amazing. Well, uh, I guess that's almost the end of our episode. Before we wrap up, we wanted to just wish everybody a happy Halloween uh, <laughs> and maybe share some uh, ways that you can have a more sustainable um, Halloween. So 
one option is to have like larger chocolate bars rather than like a handful of those mini chocolate bars. Just get one big chocolate bar for everybody. Yeah, and then you'll be the cool person on the you block. You will be the cool Fav- person. Favorite house for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or if you're looking for something a little bit smaller, you could find things that come in cardboard boxes. My parents did chips last year. Yeah, chips are good. Yeah, and chips are good because um, you can recycle that soft plastic. Yeah, um, and they don't have palm oil in them. Usually. Exactly. So that's <laughs> the other thing is um, when, if you can, if you still have time, mm-hmm. um, you can check out with sustainable chocolate with, um, and other kinds of treats. We'll put a link in the show notes. But basically, there are different kinds of chocolate brands that do use sustainable palm oil, um, which is better than not um, than using unsustainable palm oil. And, you know, but juice boxes use no palm oil. So that's also a better choice. But, you know, we've been talking a lot about doing local. I was just going to say, like, if you can find something that comes in a trick-or-treat appropriate size that's made locally, that would be a cool mm-hmm. option, too. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, if you have time, we, we know there's only a couple more days left, but sustainable costumes, sustainable um, plastic-free bags, like, I don't know why people went to plastic bags when pillowcases are always the a good option. Yeah, they're so much more strong. Yeah, can, yeah, exactly. You can fill that thing to so much more <laughs> to yeah. the point of you not being able to carry it, and, and it's they, fine. Exactly. And they sell these like fancy bags, and I'm just like, yeah, but, but I know. You have like a pillowcase at your house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grab a king size had... one. You never um, run out of space. <laughs> we had like the orange, like the classic. Orange those buckets ones. yeah we had oh, those for like our, my yeah. whole life we had yeah. those for like forever and that's the thing right like you buy one like those ones are plastic but if you buy one of the bags even yeah that's yeah. forever just, yeah. like just don't keep buy anyone every year yeah dig out dig out your halloween stuff and see what you got especially for yeah decorations or costumes it might it's a little late for mm-hmm. costumes but you know you never know yeah <laughs> you never know <laughs> Well, and you know, if if you've got a if you've got a pillowcase that is, you know, getting towards the end of its life, you could always take markers to it, like fabric markers, and make it your own. Yeah, make Make it the perfect Halloween trick or treat bag. Exactly. Oh, well, those are some good Halloween ideas. Thanks, everybody. Um, if you have other Halloween or sustainable ideas, or if you have other thoughts about our podcast, you can visit our website, whale-tales.org, and there you'll find links to our various social media media handles, so you can drop us a line. Yeah, you can also tweet at us directly. I am FHG07, and Sarah is Sarah K. Given, no H. And you can follow Ashley on Instagram at VitalOcean, V-I-T-A-L, Ocean. You can head to our website to subscribe to our podcast, check out our merchandise, learn more about supporting us and becoming a patron, and read over 1,000 whale, dolphin, and porpoise stories. That's whale-tales.org. Tales like the stories and not tales like the animals. And if you've seen a citation, we would love to add your story to our library. Click on the share link on our site, contact us on social media, whaletales.org, or email us a voice memo and tell us all about your incredible encounter. Um, and don't forget to check out all of Ashley's stories on our website. Um, she's <laughs> on the left-hand menu under Storyteller. She's got tons of great stories, including that Greywell Sunset English Bay story. Yeah, that was super cool. From 2015. Uh, amazing. Um, so thank you for coming, Ashley. I'm sure we will have you back soon. Thank you. Because you have amazing stories. <laughs> and we'd love to hear from you and get our annual report on the going on <laughs> out there. The Salish Sea. <laughs> um, and thank you all again for listening and supporting us. And we hope you have a whaley great day.